0: This is the Levels Network. Mm. I'm Justin Hortals, joined by D00OG and better known as Uncle fucking Wittemu, because he's just been <laughs> back to I've been back to New Zealand uh, for the, the yearly clash that yeah. started last year. Uh, it's a few rugby union players. It was good. A few rugby union, uh, league players mixed in together for the betterment and the health of, of, of a few AGs, yeah. eh, brother?
1: Yeah, the show's called Match Fits in New Zealand. We did it last year um but it was all league right so it's a great it's a great concept because all the brothers over there put on a heap of weight mm. um, you know some have had like some real scares like type 2 diabetes you know like heart problems all that kind of stuff and um they've
0: been on a 15 week journey
1: oh, right? awesome and uh, guys that, like Leslie so Vainocolo and Ali Lawatiti. yep um, do they
0: build into it obviously starting yeah, so back 15, maybe 15 15 des- weeks december would that be right yep, sounds yep, about right Yep. all the way into to the, to the game to and then the, and then showcasing the journey after the footy or around the footy is that yep, right? Yep. So that's
1: their reward is playing against us. Awesome. And uh, you know, Carlos. And then they had other players like Carlos Spencer played, Puluipu played. He's been part of the show as well. So um, a lot of these guys on a very like emotional roller coaster, you know. So it was like it was just good to connect with all the brothers again. And and playing, um, it was half league, half union. Yep. Georgie Smith played. Yeah. Say uh, Fainga, yep. one of the Fainga twins. Um, with Frank Bunce Frank Bunce um, played for the All Blacks What a George legend OG. Oh he's the king um, Ruben Wiki, Man they had, a, they had a side man I'm it's not going to tell you won, But uh, figure it out <laughs> You know who won baby
0: We're on fire at the moment Pack yeah. champion <laughs> of, course, of course we're taking you down over there um, Anyone in particular Like you, you were saying in the drive-in That obviously uh, We've got so many of the rugby union boys That love our content oh, They'd probably more love so it, watch the The uh, clips on Instagram more Dad. than anything because I'm on the levels me and Lukey control the levels socials and we always see sometimes I'm like blown away by some of the rugby got a lot of love in New Zealand man yeah. for levels
1: a lot of love it's awesome for all the players and everyone there they said congratulations to all you guys um, fuck they're they're fucking happy yeah. they love it
0: I oh, appreciate it. Anyone yeah. in particular, like, with their journey that stood out, that's looking really good, looking really fit? P- from pretty weepu, man.
1: Yeah. I think he's been on a big journey. N- no alcohol, no nothing like that. Eating oh, awesome. healthy. Um yeah, I think he's lost, like, 30 kilos. Oh, wow. Because like he was getting bigger yeah. at the back end of yeah. his career, too,
0: not only um, yeah. life after footy
1: Leslie Vainicolo. 30
0: kilos. Leslie's lost, like, 40
1: or 40 wow. something kilos. Like, oh, massive man. weight loss, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, that's awesome. Some, yeah, some big
0: boys yeah. there, man. Um, I lost a few kilos on the weekend as well, mate. Yeah, how'd you uh, go? we had the husky triathlon, the sprint triathlon. It was good. It's really good. It's my it's arguably one of my favorite weekends of the year. Uh, every year we since barring COVID year, uh, since I've returned, we've gone down and competed in it. Took our little mate how'd there you at go? the back. He had to get saved by the lifeguard <laughs> on the swim <laughs> week. <laughs> <laughs> That's how. You left You left that
1: out, Lukey, when you said, yeah, no. I struggled on the swim. Let me add to it. Struggled Let me on add the to swim
0: it. a bit. Let me add to it. So <laughs> I just as we're about to take off, we go on twos. So this is, yeah. You know, there, there's 500 people getting ready to go swimming. They break it off in age categories and then you take off and you have a swim. So you go twos, twos, twos. I was, you know, went into wet my goggles, come back, go, Lukey, let's come with us. So he's, he's gone in with, with a different mindset. My mindset after doing it so much, so many times is – the first boy is 250 meters out, then you go across 250 meters, then you come in 250. I catch my I get my rhythm in the first 250 yeah. now. Because I've blown myself out before. And I know what it's like, I know what mm. he's gone through, right? So he's come and and seen me in the first 250, and he's like, all right, I'm gonna try to keep up with scope. Mind you, he hasn't done fuck all swimming. <laughs> and None. he doesn't really give it the preparation it deserves. Similar to what how I felt in that in yeah. the marathon, right? When I sort of got to a point. Anyway, he's uh kept up with me all the way to the first boy, and then it got real choppy, the current started to pick up. I remember I was swimming and I just thought, all right, this is the time where you gotta take your licks. So rather than going one, maybe one, two, three, it's one, two, up, like get your mm. breath, one, two, and then you just sort of get a rhythm. You yep. understand with yep. doing it enough, you just gotta you fuck the speed, fuck the time, just make sure you get through it. Eek swallows the whole hoop of water, and tells Whoa. this is after. So he tells us, and then, you know, I've taken off. I've had a bit of a bump, sh- shove myself with we someone in the water on the way out there, but for the most part, everyone was really good. Anyway, he, he got to about 250 out. <laughs> he's had to call. There's a couple of uh, lifeguards that are sitting out on the paddle boards out there, hey. so he's called them over. He's had to rest on the, you know, rest with the guy <laughs> with the paddle board. Use your nose, breathe in, catch yourself, go. And he said, I thought about, I really did think about quitting. But there's no good. way I could turn up to the podcast if I uh, if I didn't finish. So he did really well. Good work, end. Lukey. He finished, mate. He did it in an hour and thirty eight minutes. To put that into context, I was awful last year, and I was in, a, but I was an hour and thirty three. So wow. he's yeah, no, like that's. I ended up this year. I ended up doing an hour and twenty two minutes. My best time is an hour and twenty one, and I thought oh. I was. I felt good, and I thought I was on target for it. And I was a bit disappointed. I didn't get it, but still stoked. Um, because it's a great weekend, mate. Yeah. And I love getting down there. There's always so many people that are like, especially in the run, because you run two, two and a half K out to a point and you run back two and a half K. And then I reckon I cop about, oh, at least the same amount of people calling out to you in the crowd at, at rugby. I'm getting that at, yeah, at nice. the run. Nice skip. Keep going the skip. <laughs> Keep chugging skip. Move the leg skip. Uh, Just like that as I'm running past. And I'm like, eh. I always feel like I've got to respond to all of them. So I'm like, thanks, bro. Keep it. Thanks, bro. Thanks, bro. Keep going. Like some of them, you just oh, give them a little knuckle as you're going through. But um, good weekend. Good to get away with the uh, couple of mates in and compete and get after it and staying active like he both won. of us. Uh, my mate Corey. You know my mate Corey from yeah. the Bulldogs back yeah. in the day. Yeah. He um he's in really good nick. Like for his for his um job, he is basically uh, a, an online personal yeah. trainer who works with. Uh, families and, mm. and specifically mums with their nutrition and like so he, he's always in good nick he's very hard to beat he beat me by three minutes uh, and one of my other mates comes second by about 30 seconds who i felt bad for because uh, we both haven't um won because we we get a yeah. trophy in and, and a presentation <laughs> we, ever. we both yeah. haven't got on there and, and he fell to short but it's a, a good weekend um speaking of being fit we want to be fit uh because we've got a big week coming up well you do uh, you and Lukey are heading over representing us for yeah. Levels Network at Vegas. Uh, so if you see us at any point over there, follow, make sure you're following Levels and the Tab socials for where we'll be because you'll get BTS for everyone back home. Um, so on the Wednesday, mate, you're going to be doing some street talk yep. uh, with Tab getting amongst it, seeing how keen gonna be The mental. Americans are over there, or if there are any Aussies that have got over, nice I think and early. I'm not
1: mentally ready to get there yet. Yeah, not yet. a Couple of days. Yeah, you've, you're still. Auckland w- wounded me. Yeah, this is a little wound, flesh wound. Yeah, you had
0: a little, you had a little <laughs> had a crack last wound. night. Yeah. Probably should have stayed in Auckland <laughs> and got the flight there from Auckland. Uh. Um, on Thursday, there's an NRL fan fest that you'll be at yeah. as well with Lukey shooting all the content, and then on the Friday there could be something. Um, we're going to link up with Laurie Daly, who's another tab ambassador. Yeah. Um, and there could be some opportunity potentially with Maddie Johns Johnson. and that crew. Yeah, That'd so cool. more, we'll update, make sure you're following Levels, make sure you're following Tab on the socials to find out where the big fella's going to be. And then obviously, Saturday, it's game day, you're going to be out there. We've Man. got, I think we've got all, Lukey, do we have all access passes on the field and around the field? So if you see the big fella, come That's and sick. say hi. If you see Lukey, <laughs> he'll be rocking the Levels hat, come and get on the vlog. So we'll be adding pieces of content throughout the trip for the four days. And then we'll have a pretty sick fifteen, I reckon, twenty-minute vlog if the boys uh, yeah, can get some juicy content man. for us, and we can get some. We're gonna miss over you, there. mate. We're gonna miss you. It's sad I can't be there, but I'm sure the boys will be locked in and we'll get some great content, and it's gonna be. Um, A a great experience as well. I want to give everyone an update. Lukey has officially now finished uh, the Gimme Par episode, Lukey. And we're dubbing it a Gimme Par vlog, basically. It's a different format to what I've filmed in the past. I went out to the Parramatta Eels Sponsors Day on behalf of our friends and our partners, The Tab. And I I went head-to-head on six holes with six of the boys. Uh, So tune in to see if I did get a dub and then I who I got a dub against if I did get a dub. So I took on six of the boys, good content, and the and the boys were great yeah. uh, out of Parra. And their partnership with the TAB only makes it easier for us to, sh- to get stuff with mm. Parramatta Eels. Mace, you'll probably get some stuff with the Broncos yeah. while you're over there as well. And then the Cowboys, who, who filmed some ep- um, an episode with us last year as well, back on board with the TAB as well. So um, Also, I want to let everyone know that Lukey... Is fighting on April 27th at the Gold Coast Convention Centre. So follow Alpha Events Co. on Instagram for updates. Hopefully, l- we aren't the the lifeguards on the paddleboard having to <laughs> assist Lukey in the fight. White and gonna, the he's white He's going to do his preparation. One of my mates does a bit of boxing, and he said he's going to take Lukey for some sparring sessions. So he's going to be ready to go against the member of the cast patrol. It is escaping my name now, but that should be... A giggle. We'll see how the big fella goes. If you're new to the gang, welcome and hit that subscribe or follow on whatever platform you are using right now. We've got 21,000 plus subscribers on YouTube. 29.2 on Instagram. The new goal of 30K. Let's get to 30K before Vegas or get us to 30K while you're in Vegas, mate. 53.7 on TikTok. Always flying. And subscribe on Apple and Spotify and make sure you leave a podcast review. Um, Speaking of reviews, our friends at Body Science, BSC, sorry, have got the energy drinks of doom. They're that good, mates. We've smashed them yeah. all within the first couple of weeks of filming the podcast. We've put in an order to get some more in. They were instrumental in me starting yeah. the triathlon really well. Felt really good. I was uh, BSC-fueled from probably 11 a.m. Yeah. just before the race What's started at to start? 1.30. It was a 1.30 start. They Get you going, a, man. And a, 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 Like I had... Had that nice tingly feeling like, you know, just before game day that I've had before in the past. So I was ready to go, mate. All right. Um, One thing I want everyone at home, specifically if you're on YouTube now, is we really want to get the YouTube questions pumping again. Yeah. If you have anything, now that the footy's like officially back on, round zero starts this week and we had some really good trials on the weekend. Whatever you want to know, whatever you want to ask, ask them in the YouTube questions and me and Mace can get to them. Here's a little... uh, a reply on behalf or, or in response to the Stacey Jones news last yeah, okay. week. And there's also a reply, and it's exactly how I'm feeling with both of them, right? right. So this one's from Porto. I love Stacey, one of my faves growing up, and I wish him all the best. But choosing him over Bennett, uh, get the F out of here, he says. New Zealand Rugby League, second hold might be a moment after last year's debacle in moving on from Madge. Now, in uh, support of New Zealand Rugby League, Madge got the New South Wales job. I didn't believe he could do two jobs myself at the same time and he chose the New South Wales job. So good luck to him. Mm-hmm. That's not really New Zealand Rugby League's fault. Uh, Jones had a head coaching record of two, and two, two from 11, uh, 18% during his time with the Warriors. Um, and he said, keep up the good work, brothers. Appreciate that, Porto. Uh, And this one is from The Stoic Winger Who replied And said Fair to Stacey He was on a hiding to nothing With that Warriors team Remember that was the COVID team I'm not even looking at that Uh, Probably one of the worst times In their history Totally agree Plus Wayne's not going to be Coaching forever We've got to be looking More long term And set up uh, Some real stability Rather than him moving on In two or three years I'm backing Stacey To go all the way I actually feel both. My feelings, yeah. I can understand exactly where they're both coming from because that's exactly how I feel. Yeah, I'm sceptical about how Stacey's going to go, but he's got my full support. And ideally, in the perfect world, I probably would have gone with Wayne. Yeah. But it is what it is. We've got Stacey now and it's time to get behind him. I wonder him. if Wayne wanted to coach. We did, yeah. He, did he declared go, it. He actually declared so it. Stacy Stacey out. beat him out. He did, yeah. Stacey beat him out. They wanted to go with someone... Uh, I guess that's uh, spot on. Some of these comments they are, they're pretty good. You can't
1: really really argue with any of it.
0: There's substance to both of them, right? So, um, if you've got any good ones like this, remember to comment and then me and Mason just don't go
1: into the statistics on the percentage of Stacey Jones' wins because that's that's petty. That's That's petty. Because, like, don't worry, two from 11. Who cares? Yeah,
0: Lukey, what do you got for us? There's a lot of talk at the moment with. Yeah, so Lukey was just saying off the back of the Wayne news, so the reason I loved Wayne as a candidate for the uh, New Zealand job in particular was because he was actually finishing up at the end of the year Mm. for the Dolphins. Now, the rumours are going around, and we spoke about this, I remember, end of last week, right, Mace? Yeah. That um, if there's one team that's sort of standing out from the rest, if Wayne was to get a team, it's the Parramatta Eels. Now, um, again... Being Parramatta supporter or knowing Parramatta supporters, these rumours, eh? These rumours always seem to, to pop up, and people, I guess, a lot of fans, Parramatta fans in particular, have got frustrated with Brad Arthur. Not, you know, in my opinion, not respecting the way that he's built Parramatta to uh, a pretty serious contender most years, and the fact that they didn't make the eight and was it obviously under underachieving, but they were considered to be one of the top four, top five favourites. And, yeah. and after I seen the performance on the weekend, I can see a real bounce back. But Wayne Bennett is Wayne Bennett. Yeah. And wherever there's smoke, there's fire generally with Wayne. And I can see a world in in, in where if Parramatta starts slow, this, we've talked about it before, all administrations at all clubs, when they start getting these little rumours yeah. and they start finding a way to edge their way in. Feel sorry for BA. Yeah, but it, he. We, we talked about it last week, I think it was, mate. His finals yeah. record just isn't up to scratch no. where all the other ones are, despite where yeah. I think He's got a similar regular season record as uh, Ivan Cleary and I think Rob it was o. Ricky and Stewart and all these yeah. guys, but 33% isn't good enough in the finals and they do have a team there that is capable of If they of don't make the
1: eight this year, it's nearly all over there. Do you
0: think? Do you think the starts really important oh, to see man. if Brad Arthur ends up 100%. keeping the
1: job? I think they'll make the top four this year. Mm. They got that sort of side, and they're yeah. playing a pretty good brand of football. If you go off their trials,
0: yeah, I'm with you, mate. Like, there's nothing out like when we talked about the positions of value. Like, we obviously mm. love Gutho. Yeah. Probably, probably doesn't get the same love league wide or from fans that no. probably. Uh, current players appreciate Gutho or past players and current players appreciate Gutho than more fans do because he's not because he's not
1: flashy. He's not flashy. You know what I mean? Like, he's not blistering pace like Pappenhausen and stuff like that, but he's a great footballer. Yeah. Skill set, unbelievable. The communication, everything that he has from the back. He he
0: dictates everything in that line. Good defensively, yep. Really On good. The 40 ball, IQ, all the time, yep. Works his ass off. And um, a great dude. And a and a great clubman. Yep. Um, probably doesn't have the speed like you're saying. Yeah. That, or, like a fullback, or, or,
1: like a Latrell and a, and a and Tommy and all these blokes. They're just like freaks. Yeah. He's, just not, he's not that big and strong and powerful, he's, but he's a good footballer.
0: Yeah. Um, and then obviously, Mitchie Moses and, and Dylan Brown speak for themselves. And when you've yeah. got Junior, junior Barlow and uh, Regan Campbell-Gillard. There's no excuses. You see those two on the weekend? Outstanding. Jeez. Junior come Scary. off the bench too. We'll get to that. We've got a YouTube question. Yeah. We've got I've got two more YouTube questions that I inserted because I was so good mm. into the games, breaking down the games. Now, apologies to the two games uh, that were basically played out by New South Wales Cup and Queensland Cup players or... it hurt my eyes. ...even <laughs> eight graders. Uh, the Roosters defeated... The Rabbitohs 46-10 in the first game on Friday night. I didn't care to watch it. I'm not going (laughs) to lie. Apparently, Corey Ross and Selesi Fuchetti were really good. I know that because I went on Kempi's bloke in a bar and checked out his comment section. <laughs> so shout out to Kempi, yeah. and also I I'm didn't jump- even watch it on the KO mini. Oh, yeah. I couldn't even mini yeah. it. It doesn't even do no. it deserve an Anthony. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, I'm actually going to be on bloke in a bar on Wednesday. I'm filling in for uh, the the boys while they're away in Vegas.
1: Oh, so everyone's everyone's on it, isn't it? Yeah. They?
0: So you're gonna. So me and Kempi are going to be stuck here back in Australia, but we'll be doing a podcast. I'm jumping on the Dirty Mer- Merger podcast, which yeah. normally features the Hello Sports boys. Uh, but you I'm sure will run into Tom and Eddie while you're over there (laughs) oh big time Uh, but yeah by the way didn't watch it reserve graders hardly any of them are going to play a part in the season so no disrespect to those players but that's just the way it is we want to chat about first graders so let's get to the second game Sharks 12 beat the Bulldogs 6 Mace it wasn't the prettiest trial uh, by no means but I dare say both coaches will be fairly happy Um, you know skill and combination develops as the year goes on for sure but at the start of the year, you want to make sure your defense is sound, and I know there are a lot of factors from the offensive sides for both teams, but you've got to be happy with twelve six
1: yeah, well they've worked their asses off all preseason right and it's based on defense you know um we worked their asses off it was good, a mm. lot of work under the ball like they've actually went out there and tried to hit a few plays, kicks know. really led the line speed and stuff like that like everyone was everyone was ripping in. that's all you can ask
0: i will, yeah, you're right, I felt like they had more sting in the defense yeah. than I'd seen yes. probably. At any point last year, for a year, minute, yeah. In any point last year, you know what I really like about Hutchinson in particular, and I know he made a like line break. He, it was the slowest line break. <laughs> in <his life> <laughs> he, he was shocked. It was the, it was the slowest line break in preseason challenge history. <laughs> <laughs> um, but oh, you know what God. I love about him, mate, is and I think he's going to be perfect for the Bulldogs, and he's probably going to frustrate fans. That's through yeah. parts of the season because you know it's, it's not it's not going to be as. A rosy year, I don't think. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a year where you're going to have to work really hard. Yeah. And when I look at the rest of your Bulldogs team, I think they're super talented, but sort of lacking a few guys that are going to do the shit yarding. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? Like Preston stands out week to week for you guys. Why? Because he's a gun, yeah. but he also does all the shit stuff. He takes all the tough carries. Yeah. He fucking works his ass off in defense. And I think you got a few more highly skilled players in the Bulldogs but Hutchinson was getting back and t- taking a few play two, play two play carries. Twos.
1: I love that. Yeah. I love that in my halfback. Yeah. So and all like, the forwards look at that. They, I, I,
0: I think, I think he will serve you guys well by the by the good time kicking game. Like yes. he
1: leads everybody around. He does the little things, right? Just he, get the boys around. He kick chase while and he kicks, kicks Does while. all the little effort plays that, like just because he's not flashy or anything like that. He gets the job done. Yeah,
0: I if, like him as as a as a Bulldogs ex player. You're probably not going to be a long term answer, yeah. but you're still. You know, it you just got need a young to be kids that answer for a couple of years, right?
1: Yeah. And just release Birdo so Birdo can run more. Yeah. I and agree. that left edge can really connect with Kickow and uh, Cherry, Fox, Taff out the back. You know what I mean? Like he yeah, had an unhappy night, but you have those.
0: Yeah. There was a. a in particular, the second one was a bit tough because it was a great kick from Trindle, who I mm, thought was really good. We'll yeah. get to Sharks in a bit. Yeah. Um, it was a tough one. He tried to do that tap back in because Trindle basically was going to kick a 40-20. He didn't quite get it right. Yeah. So it was hard play. It was not his best night, but I think he's gonna. he'll be all right. They just need to keep building on those combinations. Yep. Um, I thought Bronson Sherry looked strong again. I've got a question here from uh, Kirk England. Boys, what do you think having four years off for Bronson Sherry will do for his career? Do you think he'll play longer after having no contact, et cetera, for that time? Curious to hear your thoughts. And I've also written mm. down there in bold letters, Bronson Sherry's only 23 years Unbelievable. old. Unbelievable. So he was a he was yeah. a pup, 19 when he first started. Yeah,
1: I think it should prolong his career. Just the uh, the week in, week out NRL sort of games. You just you get banged up. You're completely banged up. The whole since you start pre-season, your body is just like you just, it's awful, right? Yeah. So imagine not
0: doing it for four years and then just coming back in. So d- play another 10 years. D- what do you reckon the average age, just because he's, it's, it'd be fair to compare Sherry to like a very solid 10-year centre, right? Like if he yeah. doesn't have this uh, situation that he had, he's probably going to play at least, you know, 10 to, to 12 years, if not maybe a couple of years in the Super League. Mm. What's a what's a number do you think he can get to? He go well into his thirties now because yeah. he's had the four years off. I reckon he should. He should. Mm. Touchwood, no injuries. He
1: could play easily into his thirties. And the focus of being kicked yeah. out of the competition. And for what a while? he has is a lot of gratitude. Yes. Talking to him, he's he, you know, just hearing um, what happened at the end of last year with the bulldogs, and just I was speaking to him about that time. He goes, "I was digging holes, mm. had no money, all these sort of things," and he's like. I'm not whinging about anything. That's huge. All I want to do is fucking play and train. You that's know, all he said to me. All I want to do is play and train. That's unreal. Yeah.
0: Because that's something players get when they finish their careers. Yeah. Not being in the yeah. prime of their career.
1: He's got gratitude already. Yeah, and you have to go through that shit yeah. to have it. So it's good perspective. Ideally, from him. you don't want to go through. You it, don't but want to, but it li-
0: it, life throws you fucking lemons. You got it. You got yeah. fucking lemons. And he might have been fucking putting those <laughs> lemons in himself. So <laughs> um, shout out to him. Oh, again, he's made his mistakes, but he's on the return. I mm. wish him nothing but the best. And you're right; that gratitude will serve yeah. him really well. Uh, at 23 years old, he's still got plenty to go. A um, couple of standouts for the Sharks in same thing. Like, I guess the Sharks fans aren't going to be blown away from that performance, but it's a, it's a win. It's 12-6. I thought Trindle looked really good uh, without yeah. ha- without Hines being there. Um, not flashy, not like the Indigenous game. More, I thought it was a lot more, more controlled. More methodical. And he really controlled the game well, yep. considering Hines is going to be on ball so much. Yeah. I guess Sharks fans would have been watching that going, yeah, we don't want Nico out. But if he does miss a game or two, Origin potentially gets mm. his name back in the Origin contention, then he did a pretty good job I like of Trindle. Leading, leading the yeah. team around. Yeah.
1: Because it gives him a little bit of a break. If Hines is like dominating the ball all the time, maybe he doesn't have to do all that. Yeah. Because the last couple of years, he's had to do a lot.
0: Yeah, yeah, right? He can
1: just concentrate on just the little things. Concentrate defensively because he's starting to get spotted up a lot yeah. in, in defense, Nico. He's
0: going after it defensively. Yeah, he? well, he has to. Oh, you're talking about Nico's been Nico. getting spotted up. Yeah. yeah,
1: Nico needs to like, his defensive game. He yep. needs to pick Their that up. Their yeah. edges were a big part really?
0: of why they slipped last year for sure, yep. defensively.
1: So I think he went, I don't think you'd be caring about his attack at all for your Fitzy. It's just defensive systems.
0: Twelve six, perfect. Ambed. Exactly. Um, another guy who I thought was really good, not only this game, and I went to have a look at it based off last week's game in the Indigenous Multi All Stars game as well, and I thought he really led the led the led through the front door for the Sharks was Royce Hunt. Yeah, jeez. He's got he's got easy. he's got the everything. He's got the makings of a good pro. He's exactly what we talked Finale about with Blake you, uh, Mace. Yeah. He just needs to be able to play like this consistently with big minutes. If he turns into a solid fifty-six minute, fifty to sixty-minute yeah. front rower, easy. That's just another piece that I'm sort of looking at from the Sharks, where I think like that's where they can take the next step. He's still only twenty-eight years old. That's prime. Yeah. Sorry, mate. That's prime yeah. uh, front rows, um, age, isn't it? Yeah. For, for being. He's good. Runner?
1: Like I, I rate him. He runs hard, man. Imagine him and Fanoa Blake next year.
0: Mm. Wow, it's going to be a good combo. Toby Hamil- Rudolph, Raleigh, solid as well. Toby
1: Rudolph. They've got some big boys in the middle. And Hamlin ULA didn't even play. But through. They, I forgot about him. And he's good. He's he's the key to that forward pack. If They're not even the Dolph's on the bench, like you can't even get a starting spot.
0: I reckon Dolph will start because the defensive. I think you know you, you've got Hamlin Uale or or Hunt will start. Yeah. And then one one of the one of them two will come off the bench because Toby Rudolph's just so solid. Yeah, uh, His work rate is crazy Yeah
1: He's fit He gets, he gets it done And he gets through his work right. I think they did miss Nico Because he's got that You know that X factor You know what I mean He can break the line He really attacks short sides He makes you keep honest All the time right Like those long Those long fours He'll go at you Yeah So they missed him a bit But it's good to see Trinnell just take the reins And go yeah.
0: I can handle the team Right Yeah Yeah no it was good Oh one thing we forgot to mention Stephen Crichton um, Yeah Announced Skipper in his first yep. Now that's is that concerning for you, uh, having a, a captain named? Or is, what does one, is is it a positive or a negative that a guy uh, of his stature has sort of come in and, and won the job straight away? But The players uh, pick it. They Oh, do they? Yeah. Oh, it's awesome. All,
1: it's all from the leadership group and everything like that. Oh, it's not I like that. they're just going, all right, you're a captain. Yeah. It's not under 12s. So, yeah. so they go through all the voting and all that kind of stuff. It's, not, it's not what they did last year.
0: Oh, yeah, awesome. Yeah. Oh, I like that then. I didn't yeah, know that So it's picked case. by
1: the players. It's not like, yeah.
0: Well, That means so much more. Um, I know what that's like because he's highly respected, man. Yeah, I know, and I'm not. And then I wasn't talking about his credentials this first year. Oh, um, I get it, like, hasn't even played for the club yet, yeah, right? Yeah. He gets given the captaincy. Game.
1: yeah, that says something.
0: But you could see, uh, he only played 20 minutes, but he's pretty vocal from the sideline for the majority of the game, too. He's like that he? all the time. Mm. The energy's
1: mad, like, yeah. he drives it all the time. He's that dude, him and him and Biz yeah. are all like that out of Penrith, apparently. Yeah. You can feel the energy. It's good.
0: And and you can't forget the CEO, which is uh, Jerome Lloyd yeah. as well. <laughs> um, the next game, mate, uh, the first of Saturday was over in Fiji. Uh, Storm 28 versus the Knights 10. Straight away, it was evident to me, and I started to think to myself, Pappy's movements were so good, considering yeah. what, what he's been through for the last couple of years. And like we said, the blessing in disguise could be not finishing the year like he anticipated, but given his time to repair that knee even more so from the Jack White yep. injury. Um, but it allows Melbourne to defend more aggressively. So what he really does, and what I mean by that is, Melbourne play a real up-and-in style defence. The wingers make really aggressive decisions because they know Papi's going to be sweeping in behind and he yep. sets his line so well. So, well, there was the X-Factor last year, right? When they, just, they still finished top four, got to a prelim. Yep. But there
1: was no real like someone can break that game open mm. like Pappy did like about when did you get 2020 like
0: Dalian? No, um, um Clive Churchill. Clive Churchill 2021, 2021 before they went on a run, 22, 23, 24. No, 20, yeah, 2020. 2020 But I think he was on par. Well, he's definitely in the top three for Dalian's before he shattered his knee yeah. uh, on that Hopefully he can get topic. back to
1: yeah. 90% of that, and he will kill it. Yeah. Because it's good to have him back.
0: Uh, Jonah Pezzett was much improved as well. Yep. I thought he uh, really controlled uh, his part of the game, specifically when the starters for Melbourne went off after the first mm. 20 minutes. That's sort of when Newcastle got back in the game, but I thought Jonah Pezzett was instrumental in just steadying the ship there for a little while. Yeah. He had more stars around him. Um, I want to get to the the Knights, and I think... I'm not I'm not concerned by any means. It's a trial. It is what it is. It's over in Fiji as well. But the one concern I have is... Last week, Cogger come on and he played six, jam- filling in for Gamble. This time, at the 20-minute mark, he come on for Crossland and played Hooker. Um, so my uh, feeling towards who's going to be... I think it's going to be the spine that finished last year will get yeah. first crack. Phoenix, Phoenix Crossland will get nine, depending on the Brayley situation yeah. and whether he gets back for round one. Um And even then, I still think they'll probably go with Crossland because I think he deserves first crack. Hastings and Gamble would be seven and six, but I sort of worry about Gamble because he looks like the sort of player that could be spooked by competition, right? Because he's never been able to solidify his spot now uh, at this early part of his career. And when you've got a lot of people watching Jack Cogger go really well at Penrith last year and and he's looked alright right in the trials, I think there could be a world in which like, I hope he goes well because I'm, I'm sort of rooting for Gamble, but I feel like he's a player that could be spooked by Well, him. hopefully
1: it makes him a better player, right? He mm-hmm. can go both ways here. He can go, all right, well, a bit of pressure and he just goes the other way. Or he just really nails the number six jersey mm-hmm. and just plays better and better and just keeps Cogger at 14. Yeah. Or he's just going to relinquish it straight away. Yeah. He's probably not, not going to give him more than three games.
0: Yeah, you're right. I think it's going to be a going to fuck around Adam Mark. O'Brien. It he's depends like, on win-losses, right? Yeah. And it also, like... You know, Gamble put a couple, of, you know, put a kick out on the four, and then he had a, a a real rough kick. I think the thing with him that he he will struggle with compared Things to Hastings. Things like that, you yes. just
1: can't afford to do it.
0: Well, see, I thi- like, just want to men, get to this I'm point, sorry, yeah. just just quickly with it, is that because Hastings is so on ball all the time that it, it's it's really hard for Hastings to lose the job because he's he doesn't really do anything. Like he's a good player, don't get me wrong, but. It's early drops. It's footy IQ. It's pushing the team around, but he never really has to make plays that are crazy, like no. um, match winning or 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 uh, like play winning. Whereas by the time Gamble gets it, sometimes he's been, you know, he hasn't touched the ball as much. Mm. Feels like he's got to come up with a big play, yeah. and that's what sort of brings and he's him a undone. Ball runner too, rather he than just, than just competing. Yeah, but yeah. like
1: he's a ball runner. That's why sometimes a fourteen position would be good for him. Yeah. just coming on at hooker and blasting the ruck.
0: Even playing a bit yeah, of lock.
1: Yeah, just run. You know, you know what I mean? Like, you still got those big boys like Cy Feedy and that in the middle. Mm. He can just be at lock and just run.
0: Because, yeah.
1: like, it's very structured with 5 eights And centers want the ball. They're all bought. You know, he's got Gags. you've got Bradman Best. And, like, they're, they want the ball. And mm-hmm. they got. and I'd rather give it to Bradman Best than gamble run or give give the ball to Gags. I want those guys to have, those guys to have the ball.
0: Yeah, you're right. You're right. And that's where it can be frustrating. Yeah. Right? You're so, a he's just, so,
1: he's just going to be, here's a drop. There's an early ball. Then you... What are you doing?
0: Yeah, you feel be like hard fucking be, position, man. Six, yeah. especially in this team because yes, Hastings is so ball dominant, mm. and then KP's your X factor. Like, where do you fit in as a six? Yeah, it's hard. Really, you got to make make sure that like you get maybe three opportunities a half, maybe attacking in good ball. Your kicks got to be pinpoint. Your pass has got to be pinpoint. If you don't make it, then you sort of start getting yeah. frustrated, like, fuck, I've missed and my opportunity. And that's where little
1: things like that, like kicking out and a bad kick and a repeat set and all this sort kind of... They're fucking that, that They're like, back. yes. Yep. So that's where fuck yeah. yeah. So he needs to nail everything. Yeah. So Cogger's going to come on and be slick.
0: Yeah. Um, all right, mate. Uh, another impressive game was the Warriors 34 to the Dolphins 22. Uh, it's only the Trolls, but... Jeez. Ugh, so too
1: early to say that Top four?
0: Well, you, you just grand went, final? You just went back home. Has the up the wires movement continued it's all the way into mental. 2024? And my next question is, out of all of the top four teams, not only have they not lost players of true significance, they have probably one of the better recruited teams in the yes. competition as well. So um, it's hard not to get excited about the wires this year. They're 25. Do- I'm looking at their squad now. So not yeah. only are they... Do they have some veterans fighting for spots? Like, it's going to be hard for Dylan Walker to find a spot on yeah. the bench for him, right, in this team. And they've got some other guys that have played um, some big footy over the last couple of years. Tamari Martin might not make the team. Um, Chanel Harris-Savita had a year off. He's probably not going to yeah. make it with Metcalf and Sean Johnson looking like the seven and six. Um, They're
1: balanced. They've got that team balanced. That forward pack is very balanced. Yeah. The halves look slick. Roger out there just has class. The wingers are animals. Fullback, like, it's it's a full package there. And you go over there, the Dolphins didn't look like winning. I no, know they, they scored didn't. a couple of tries there, but they were getting blown away. Egan looks sharp as hell. Wade Egan looks that good. That ball open. he threw to Barnett when he stepped to the left and like hit him there, It was he made that look easy. He went that way and just flicked it back that way. Barnett, bang, straight through. It was beautiful to watch.
0: I, I said this. And, he's we...
1: so, and he looks like he's been after it, Barnett. Yeah. Barnett, Barnett. Yeah. fucking yeah. looks jacked. Yeah,
0: because last year he wouldn't have anticipated playing nah. row. Now he's had a full season, learn how to play. he five kilos of muscle. He looks like he's put on weight. Yeah. You're right. That's a good... Um, Observation,
1: because he's good. Because Fannull Blake is Fannull Blake, right? Yeah. You need Barnett to be out there and still getting those meters and still bashing blocks. Do that shit stuff. Yeah. He's not locked anymore because he was being locked for Newcastle, so he probably drop a couple of kilos to play more minutes. He was even playing outside. Like, play fifty, you know, like 50, 60 minutes, mate, and just go crazy. Yeah, I love Different it. Different mindset.
0: Can I ask you about Wade Egan? Because I've been high on Wade for a while now. I thought, like, even when the Warriors weren't playing well, he was one of my favorite players to watch. I would love, and I said this to him on the Gimme Par episode of the Warriors last year, nothing but respect for for guys that have gone before. And this is where sometimes I think me and you are different. This is where we probably yeah. we differ when it comes to guys that have got the runs on the board at rep footy. I'm always sort of looking for the next year. This is why I wouldn't be a good coach, by the way, <laughs> because I don't respect the, 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 the past as much as you yeah, do. Yeah. Like when we, whenever, whenever me and you have differences on Teddy's spot in the team or or whether it be, I think you might feel the same way about potentially Uppy or Damian Cook. Yeah. I'd, love, I'd love for Madge if... Uh, and this is, I'm not even a New South Wales supporter. I don't really care who wins Origin, right? I just mm. want to see what I deem to be the best team, taken on the best team. And at this point in their career, I think a great combination would be Reese Robson setting the tone at the start of the game for New South Wales, and Wade Egan bringing some silk off the bench for New yeah. South Wales.
1: I like, like him, but they just have to earn all that shit, right? Yeah. And those guys have to lose those spots. Yep. Appie, so, for, it's Appy's to lose.
0: So Appy, obviously, with the Tigers, he still performs. He's yeah. still performing at a high level. But, but if, if they lose if this if, year, if Warriors are top two and and Egan keeps trending the way yeah. he can, d- I think it's you, all.
1: I think the nines open, mm-hmm. right? I think it's all open. Like Robson, I think he had a great year last year. Appy had a great year. Cookie, they can still do, still do a job, right? Still that dude. Yeah.
0: So. It's, I, think it's, I think it's, it's open. Down. Yeah, no, it's not. Uppy. None of him, and yeah. they all want it. Yeah. Yeah, but I really like him, mate. Um, the one thing I want to, t- this is typical Wayne, right? And this is sort of sums him up. So um, the one thing that was cu- confusing for me, I agree. Warriors completely blew him off the park, like sort of mm. early on. Every other, basically every other team started in the first 20 minutes, you'd l- think which was close to their... Pre- predicted 17 to start the year, round one, you'd think. Yeah. Most of them, apart from a few players, but it looked like Wayne War well, did. Well, Wayne started uh, Isaiah Katoa, Herbie Farnworth, and Felice Kafusi. all predicted starters. Even Tom Gilbert, yeah. who, oh. who looks to have done his ACL. Um, Shattering for that I kid, think man. the news had come out today officially, but um, devastated for Tom well, Gilbert, um, and hopefully Cohen Hess is right in as the As soon Cowboys as I game. saw that, I'm like,
1: that's an ACL. Yeah, same. That's exactly how I did mine.
0: Yeah, no, no contact no, just, just before yeah. trying to pull up.
1: Foot goes, knee goes in the oh.
0: Um, But with Wayne, he started, you know, he's one of those coaches when everyone's zigging, he tries to zag. Yeah. Like he started his whole right edge on the bench. I thought in particular when Sean O'Sullivan had the HIO early on, you maybe should just chuck Katoa straight out there because mm-hmm. I feel like he needs the reps. Yeah, he does. I want to see him playing more footy. But um, I thought that was really interesting uh, tactic from Wayne to start the entire right edge who looked to be starters and and, and you'd want them primed for round one, um, start him off the bench. They they come, by the time they come on, they had a real impact straight away mm. in the start of the second half. Avirillo on that own. Yep, Avarillo no, see, Avirillo started and Tessie New started in the centres because Avrillo started on the right, who was good. Yeah. Um, and when Herbie, Herbie Farnworth come on, Avarillo went to the other centres right. and Tessie New went on to the wing okay. uh, for, for Bostock. He's got um, a decision
1: to make there, Wayne. There's serious competition of yeah. the Dolphins, isn't there? Yeah. There's outside backs. They're good, man. He's a good player, Herbie Farmworth. Yeah,
0: I like him. Flegler's He's good. He's a lock. Flegler's good. Flegler's a lock.
1: Spewing about Tom Gilbert. Flegler played
0: the entire first 40, too. Yeah, he
1: looks, he looks good. But, like,
0: Tom Gilbert? Yeah. God. He was my player that I thought was going to make the biggest jump from... It. Same. ...really, really, really good origin player to elite, yeah, elite forward a in that game. test jersey,
1: all that sort of stuff. Mm. Just going to hold him back for another year.
0: It's confirmed he's going to miss the season too. It is confirmed he's missing the season, ACL. That's fucking devastating. Yeah, update. Colin Hess is still ongoing. He's still getting the scan. So he had uh, looked like a knee knock early yesterday as well um, in the game against the Raiders. So uh, hopefully he's good to go. But some really impressive, uh, in particular, a few players that come off the bench played really well in that game. Uh, Same thing, Broncos, 40 to Seagulls, 14 the Broncos win the preseason challenge, basically Hell. playing their Queensland Cup players against Sea Eagles Blacktown Workers players. Um, well, again, yeah. went on a bloke in a bar, Kalolo, say Saiteau, and the young gun Blake Mozzo We've heard a lot about. Were really impressive coming off the bench and kind of flipped that game. If you want to get in-depth analysis on those games, we ain't it. <laughs> um, the yeah. Dragons 34 to the Tigers 18. Uh, I like this performance from the Dragons. I it thought there was. Good, I, I thought they showed some real, real signs last week early in that game against South. Then. They were good for a half. Yeah, and then they sort of didn't get the points, and and you can see they're a team that now have gone through it for a couple of years, where they're like, ah, this shit ain't it. But um, the one thing it reminded me about about a Shane Flanagan coach team is tough. super tough. They ran hard to run through people, yeah. which is how it was playing those Cronulla teams mm. back in the day. And they relied a lot on their defence and they kept turning up for each other. And kick good.
1: Ben. Hunt, they'll go as far as
0: Ben Hunt takes him.
1: Mm. Moses Sully
0: looks good. M- Moses Sully, I wrote down Moses How Sully. How big is he? And if Moses Sully and Ravalao run like that each week Get on the lost. left, no one can stop him I'm in the competition. I'm swapping sides. <laughs> now nah, I'm done with
1: him. He's a, he's a, he's a lot on yeah. that left edge.
0: Yeah. Gee. Well, Thick. Last week, you know, when they weren't having joy against South, they kept on attacking to the right edge and they had a few errors on the right yeah. side because you got Lomax and Give Birdo it to there. the beast there. Fuck, you've got to still stay on the left and just keep... Early kick, ball to that kid. ...drop it under. They did have a real target on Jaden Sullivan's head yeah, as well. Yeah. They went after him, you know. They, they, there's always a little bit in that when you have a player that moves on from another club, especially when it's a half and, you know, you question his defensive... Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, whether he's going to get put his body in front, and and to be fair, he did. Jadon Sullivan was putting his body in front. But if honestly, if Moses Sully and Ravalara run like that each week, then not only obviously the attacking um, performance that you get from the Dragons, where mm. you're able to have some joy, you're not like it's going to gas out the right edge defensively. Whoever they're running at, yeah, they're if just so the hard man, to handle. Yeah, there's footwork, big, strong, fast. How old Suli? So would, He'd be 23? No, a little bit older. I'd say 26. Yeah, 26. Yeah. I remember when I first seen him play with Talent, uh, Manly. Yeah, bro. When the, You remember they played that uh, final against Rabbitohs when Jakey got held back against the Rabbitohs? And I, we might have even been overseas, actually, when that was happening, like yeah. 18, 19. Uh, and they got all the way to a prelim final or a, or a semi final. And I was Moses was a kid and just destroying him. Like his ceiling. Yeah, it's huge. And he looks to be super fit. Uh, and he got rewarded with a contract so he must be training the house down Mm. with Flano uh, because he's come in one of the first signings he got done even before they signed Luciano was Mm. they locked up uh, Moses Sully yeah he's a gun he's always
1: had his ceiling is up here those boats will give you 200 metres easy Tackle breaks. But as I said, like well, as you said, they, will hurt, they hurt opposition defenders.
0: They, they should be good for 350 a game between them. Yeah, easy. 350 metres, like 170 tri- And a couple of tries. And a couple of Especially if you Especially know, if they're on the front foot and the middles are doing the job like they did. Yeah. I thought the middles were really good, were good against a really good Tigers pack. Because I thought the Tigers had um, obviously advantage through the middle. Uh, they need Steph- Bateman around there. They need Bateman back big time. Stefano was really good. I feel like he's always running into set lines and he's the guy that's got to lay the platform. If someone would just take a lick for him, yeah. then you could really get an Adam Fenua-Blake performance out of Stefano. But it just always feels like he doesn't have that Mitchy Barnett. Like right. I love David Clemo; He's a good player, been a good player for a long time. But he's a bit older in his career and he sort of like labours up a little bit and he's getting a bit ball play. They just sort of need like, and is capable of it just some someone needs to just take a lick for Stefano because when whenever Stefano gets the ball, it's always against a set line and he's still ripping through people. Yeah. He's got good leg drive. He's got... Now he's got... He's added that thing to his game,
1: ball playing. You know what I mean? So now you're sort of hanging off a little bit so he can... He's got late footwork. He's got it all, man. Worst case scenario, he bends the lines to quick play the ball. Yeah. But imagine what he can do... If you get him a quick play the ball. Someone take a look for If you had a Marco Mealy with him. Yes. Right? Just some dog just going crazy. That's even a made Barnett is right? like with me. Because it's straight off the back of my ogre. Yeah, but
0: even a modern day Mitchie yeah. Barnett, like s- s- more comparable to this game. Willie not be silly? Would be perfect for him. <laughs> straight off the back of ogre yeah. was the grouse. So. Get out. Uh, I thought Isaiah Papali was really good on the He's edge good, yeah. as well. Um, who else was. Uh, yeah, Benny Hunt. Benny Hunt. Look, I think everyone's over the dramas that's sort of happened now over the last six months, and, and him wanting to move on. He's come out. He said he's, he's happy. I dare say the – He's got to be happy. He's got to be happy because that's just the nature of contracts and, uh, and Flano dug his heels in, right? Yeah. Coaches, you know. He I, did well
1: then, Flano. He did. He could have cracked because oh, the oh, blowtorch was on St. George. The media, like Ben Hunt, was openly saying, I want to leave. Hmm. Can't get any more blatant than that. A lot I want of coaches would have caved, right? Caved get him out or oh, I don't want the drama
0: but he's staying on and even though I love you know just seeing me two couple of meetings he's fucking still trying his arse so if you're a Dragons fan despite what you think about like what happened with him you can't complain because he always plays with his fucking heart every time he goes out Well Flano there. went alright too Six. yeah Flano's They're been good. good yeah both games I thought he's yep. been good He's I hope he finds his feet though he's comfortable back with his dad He's, he's not over-complicating. He knows Ben Hunt's the guy. He's yeah. just competing on everything. Yeah. He's a bit like Hutchinson. He does compete all the time. He's a bit like Hutchinson, the way I view Hutchinson. Mm. There's there's more talent in the team, but you require guys like that who are just going to do the shit work. And again, it's if you're a, a Dragons fan, you probably want more out of your six. But at the moment, with the way your team's constructive... When you've got centers like that, yep. give him the ball. That's the, it. Back, the back rolls, like you're going to have Lucci there, and you're
1: know, who's, who's going to be their twelve. Um, Luciano Luchy's and left. Jaden Sewer. they're ball runners yeah. get them to the line square up inches, cross them you know what I mean Like you've got big dogs out there like it's not, it shouldn't be that hard mm. they're not expecting you to run the ball like Laurie Daly
0: give the ball to them and back them up push yes. through the middle push make your tackles Wait for get your kicks good all
1: yep. those little things mate
0: yep I'm with you um, alright uh, the next game was the first game was Sunday morning which I got up nice and early to watch and it's been sort of marred now and ruined by poor officiating. I'm not going to lie; <laughs> it was a, a really rough half for the for the uh, for the referee of the game in particular. Um, but I, I what I, a I, fuck up! I don't I don't want this to be I don't want this to overshadow the start of the game. And I've got to give credit to Wigan for sure because their first half was really mm. good. They were really desperate. They kept on turning up for each other. They took on a barrage of attacks from. The Panthers and Panthers went over with a real clear game plan, mace. And you remember, they did it last year against the Broncos when um, Cleary was putting in those little dink kicks. Yeah. They didn't want seven tackle sets, yeah. so what they were doing was taking a little bit off those kicks or even running it on the last and getting tackled. And they got tackled on the last so many times because the in goal is a little bit shorter. Uh, I actually got a question on this as well. Um, where is, I'll grab it, I'll grab it later. But basically, it was um, factored around being slippery over there, the conditions, and, and Penrith went over with a clear game plan not to give Wigan yep. any relief coming out of yardage, so they really wanted to pump him. But then they gave away penalties, they dropped the ball early on tackles a couple of times, so yeah. you've got to give credit to Wigan, but fuck, those calls in the ball, second yeah. half were awful.
1: I get it, like you're you going you, you to go over there, you're not going to get the 50-50s over there, he's a pommy, he's probably from Wigan, do you know what I mean? Like it's, I don't know. He is from Wigan. Did you thumbs up that? He is from
0: Wigan. <laughs> what Bullshit, is he? <laughs> oh, that's bad. Do
1: you know what I mean? But that call was so bad. It wasn't. It wasn't a try. Like you didn't even get no. nowhere near
0: it, and you were awarded a try. Yeah. Like, that's why we have this fucking thing, mate. Yeah. Well, the first Do you know what I mean? like just so that's where there's some grey area in this rule, and if you are going to bend the rules in a favour of being a Wigan local, then first of all, this is on the try specifically. The one-on-one rake was even worse later on. But the no try, the try, uh, sorry, sending it up a try, then you know you have to have insufficient evidence to overturn it, right? Which is smart. If you are gonna eh, bend it one way, then that's probably a way of doing it. When you send up the final try, no try with a better view of than you did have on the first try, which was awful, because he was not even in a position. He was five meters behind. Uh, I believe it was Brian Toto and Dylan Edwards who were blocking him from seeing, having any view yeah. of Jake Wardle getting the uh, the ball he over. He should never ref again. <laughs> Honestly,
1: like those, de- that's a debacle. What he did, like yeah. this is not the fucking eighties, mate. Yeah, twenty twenty
0: four. There's technology everywhere, mate. It's a World Club Challenge. There's a lot of shit riding on this, mm. and you fucked it. Uh, you would agree with this, like we spent some time over there. We so we know how bad it was. NRL Roast put up a, uh, a post with the new Brown head clash that he got a red card for. Red card for that. So like for a head clash. So, people were obviously commenting on it and, you know, we mm. say tongue-in-cheek that there could be something sinister at play being from Wigan and confirming that. But the refereeing on a week-to-week basis over there is Paul. And uh, it brings me to uh, sort of the next, next part. And it's at the back end of the last week there were news uh, after – Um, NRL power brokers are reportedly considering a bold move to buy the English Super League in what is shaping to be a historic investment. Should the NRL be successful, Mace, in its takeover, players could potentially move between competitions and countries within a single season. The NRL is also reportedly considering a sister city program that would see each Super League club align with an Australian team to develop players through a feeder system. First of all, before we even move on, don't call it sister system but a group of men that are going to be playing. that's just like this is the system if i'm the super league i'm look. i'm i know we've got a lot of fans that listen to us over in the super league yeah. they don't want to be fucking caught a sister system too by the way i can speak on behalf of <gasps> Representing some two tough f- men up there, man. I'm from you know, I played in Wakey Wakey fans yeah. ain't gonna be one of you called fucking sister, sister city. Um, anyway, this is off the back of NRL's total revenue, a record seven hundred and one point one million mace, up more than hundred million on the previous year. Yeah, good. With the league recording a fifty-eight million dollar profit and a huge increase in assets to two hundred sixty yeah, million. How good's that? So quickly before we move on from Super League, PVL, tick, dog. Dog. Second of all, RLPA, Clint Newton, tick, dog. Dog. They knew what was happening. When all this shit was going on and all this fighting was happening, there was always a big chunk of the pie coming. Both parties were well aware of it. So this is why the CBA took so long to get done because the game is in really good shape. So, yeah, it was a bit frustrating for fans at times, but these are the sort of numbers that were around, that highlight why those negotiations why, it took so long. why those. What do you calling. think about that? Um, I just I love it. I, 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 it's I, good. I, yeah, I love. Well, I, well I've got some um, quotes here from Maddie who was talking about it on SEN. Actually, um, he said on SEN they'll move it back to being a winter sport in England, and that way it broadens the base and adds to the depth of both competitions because players can go over and have guest stints like they used to have back yep. in the day. We're speaking about this off air, mate. His example, let's imagine if the Roosters are faced with the situation of letting Joey Marnie go to French rugby or letting him go to have a stint at Castleford. I don't know why I picked Cass, because Joey Manu ain't going to want to go to Castleford. <laughs> <at Cass, who laughs> go to rivals, KR. Rivals will wake you, by the way. <laughs> it's an opportunity for players to really optimise their income while they're in the game. For sure, he'd go to KR, too, because yeah. that's where Get Jared is. Yeah. <laughs> Willie Peters is the coach there, and I think Skid's, Sean Kenny bell is on the start. <laughs> so, Joey Marnie's going anywhere. It's KR. Yeah. Um. But a few things to unpack there. First of all, Mace, do you like the idea of NRL buying the English Shield? I love it.
1: So do I. Everything, everything so that I. you just said, I'm all for it. The reason it grows I grows the game,
0: everything. Yeah, the, there's there is plenty of love for the game, and there are passionate fans over there that yeah. love rugby league. The problem for me is funding and professionalism. So if the NRL buys it, and they've got to be smart with it. Like they, we're extending the competition over here, but you've got to, the money's got to be right, and they're probably going to get the competition at a bargain, right? Yeah. I can't imagine Super League. They're in such a bad position financially, and they have been now for years post Super League era when they used to yeah. get heaps of the um, stars over there that would come over in the early two thousands during yeah. your area, Mason, really cash in over there. Yeah. The money's just not the same anymore. But sort of one thing I'd push back against would be changing the competition because. It's fucking hard enough playing in summer over there when it's wet and miserable. Fuck playing in winter over there. I'm not playing in winter over there. No, in, freezing. In, it's freezing. It's so cold, God. and
1: I can't imagine. I don't know the, the logistics of it all. Is, yeah. is a lot, right? Yeah, that's why PBL gets paid the big bucks
0: for sure. Figure it out. <laughs> if he was able Figure to pull it off, if we were able to have one United game, I think it would really improve not only the uh, product of rugby league worldwide. But it would really improve the Super League, would be more aligned, and there'd be yeah. less shit that happened in this Challenge Cup game where you get clearly like I I know what it's like being ref by these refs over there and, and I'm not attacking the individuals personally, but they're not up to scratch, you know. They're not fit looking over there. Respectfully, they're not—you know—they're not in good shape compared to what our NRL referees are, and that's purely because it's, it's, it's not full time for right. them over there. A lot of them would be doing jobs outside of being refs because yeah. they wouldn't be getting paid fuck all nah. as well. So, um, professionalism in in that part of the world in the northern hemisphere, because rugby union is huge. Yeah. In despite what it's doing here in Australia it is huge in the nor- Northern Hemisphere and always will be and if we're able to make this game stronger and stronger I really think a strong game in the Northern Hemisphere yeah. is important Agreed. but I don't care who pays, pays the money Joey Manu ain't going to go play fucking <laughs> Super League in, in winter over there nope. I know that's for sure he's going sh- um, alright mate the last two games on Sunday the Cowboys were really impressive against a young Raiders team that showed some real signs Raiders. there for Sticky as well mate um, Raiders jumped out of the blocks early And I think they've probably made the decision Around who's playing where Even murkier for Ricky I think Yeah uh, Really impressive the kids have been Halves um, were good Ethan Strange Yeah And um, Sorry uh, KO Weeks Were both like really it. good At different parts of the, uh, In different ways I suppose For, the, for their coach and, and Ricky being a half I thought they were good Fogarty's missed uh, Both trials with a hamstring complaint Does Fogarty come straight back in that side? I suppose you probably he's think he does um, but if he was to miss a few more games and and, and Raiders Jag a few r- wins it makes it a lot harder can probably. Strange play 5-8? yep Strange will play I think I dare say my gut feeling is the way that Ricky's been talking about uh, KO Weeks in particular is that he's going to get first crack um, and I think Ethan Strange if maybe not even playing if he doesn't start at six, uh, he also played centres for Croker last year as well. So he's very versatile. Yeah, okay. So he could either play in that 4th and role. He is. He defended yeah, really well against Luki.
1: I like. Um, I like Drinkwater. The shape that he had, that that right edge is lightning. That left to right pass that he does, whether it be a spiral or over the top, you can't beat it. Because the block plays in the middle run so good, right? With Tal Malolo running it, because the lead runner with Neem and all the middles they Keep run it. Honest. They run it like proper right if you run those plays properly you get one-on-ones out wide Mm -hmm. you have that fan shape and you come out and just clinically you're done
0: it's very because they run it different you know how they most teams do the block block maze. when Drinkwater gets it out the back he has double shape which is uh for some people who might not be familiar it's like a face shape which is the back rower sits a little bit uh behind the center so you can see both options therefore the Raiders wingers have to commit to that center because if they don't, yeah. Drinky can throw that face ball, hit the center, but every single time over the top, he nails that pass every time. He's so good at the loop. It's looping. so good. A lot of players try to do it and they even though they don't score for it, they might be able to execute it in the sense where they get it over the top, but it slows the momentum. Drinky never slows the momentum. I think he's the best at it in the comp. Yeah. Of all fullbacks, he's the best at it. If he was a guy, we talked about the... Uh, competition for origin he wasn't a part of magic's 35-man squad uh with teddy dylan edwards uh latrell and tommy does that mean do you think at that point is he no chance of game one because he's not part of the 35-man squad or can you see a world in which if the cowboys start well then he puts his name in contention
1: i don't see him in in game one okay regardless maybe for game two if he's playing at a high level like that and just because he's not in the thirty-five man squad doesn't mean he doesn't mean shit. Yeah, he can go. Okay. Yeah, he can push himself in there if yep. he's playing high at a high enough level and killing it. there's going to have to be a lot of things go his way. A few injuries here and there, some really bad form. Yeah, for him to get the nod there
0: because you has got so got so many fullbacks. So bad form, you're talking about Teddy? Yeah, specifically injuries. You're probably talking about I'm Tommy picking him and before Luttrell. Dylan Edwards. Yeah, it's a tough one. Uh, that, yeah. Straight up. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. I think there'd be a lot of pushback from that because of what Dylan Edwards yeah, has done for the last three That's years. That's just my personal preference. Same I just mine. I just like the way he plays. Same. I
1: like the way the kid plays. It just he suits origin. And I think uh, Some players are good club players. Origin's a different beast. Yeah, I agree. So you've got to pick origin players. When I think look, Drinky would be an origin player. When
0: you look at Walsh and what Walsh and uh Ponga bring to Queensland if That's whoever's picked, their skill at the back, we just talked about the New South Wales fullbacks. Yeah. But Kalen and 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 Walsh are equally as silky as those double cutouts that yeah. that Drinky yes. pulls off.
1: They they're the ones that do it all the time. Yes. They're the best at it. Yeah. But I like Drinky the way he does it because he doesn't Don't slow down. It's like but he looks at the wing as if they're jammed or something
0: like that. You're done. It doesn't look premeditated. Which is a great sign, yeah. right? You know, some do it and they might loop it. No matter what, mm. it looks like he really has so much time on his hands. Being probably, you know, being a half, like starting off in, as a yeah. as a seven or six yes, coming sure. through the grades at Melbourne. When he throws that double cutout, fuck it, silky. But even if the
1: if the center and the three men, if they're shallow, you know, yep. like, he just fucking zings it straight across everyone. Yeah,
0: yep. <laughs> and he's and he's and he's got enough time to go double pump, especially it's, when you have got Jeremiah and I yes. there. And Hylam Luki on the other side. Nanai looks fit. Nanai
1: looks he good. He looks on. He looks on. They well, look that,
0: dangerous, man. Well, that was going to be my... Uh, so I noticed, this is one thing I noticed. Obviously, the shape looked really good. I think because they've got such strike on both edges uh, with Luki and Nanai... I think they've got to tuck through the middle so much more. Yeah. Well,
1: Tamalolo just needs to get back to Tamalolo. Yeah,
0: Kim and Cotter, I think they could have some yeah. real joy through the middle because Strange was unbelievable defensively, but you could see Canberra had a real emphasis on defending their edges. Mm. Now they got stripped eventually, and and Drinkwater was still good enough to beat them on the outside. But man, if they play fucking, uh, you know, hopefully Cohen Hess, you know is alright, but Tamalolo, Ruben Cotta. I really like Griffin Neem, who comes off the bench for him. And Thomas McKaylee was probably the best middle. I was happy all- for him. Yeah. so happy for him. He's gone overseas, come back. Looks yeah. like he's got he's rejuvenated and he'll probably get a spot if Cohen Hess yeah. isn't right.
1: I reckon he would have got a spot anyway
0: in the 17, I think. Yep. Um, so, uh, yeah, they were very impressive. And uh, speaking of impressive, not only the Haas were impressive for the Raiders, but Matty Timacor doing that little Jeez, fucking in and away on Val was nice. caught Val.
1: And Val's a gun defender. Yeah. He sure was, like, was like the old days with like Willie, the seat, Willie eh? Tonga and Justin Hodges yeah. and Gazzini and Tate and all those blades. It was just that was just all one on ones. It was just like would well, you sit back and go, all right, go. Oh, that like, that bang, would probably bang, bang. happen
0: once a week from a, a class center. It doesn't happen as much anymore. No,
1: because they're so good. They're so good in defense, yeah. and they get a lot of help. But when they get you on the outside like that, and your winger's got to account for his winger. So you're done.
0: Well, timical has got it all in the bag, that's why. Because Timical can run over you. He's good, yeah. So if you don't set yourself and get your fucking balance right. Because Val was in good shape. He was. He just, uh, bang. He didn't know he was and that quick. He, he even got the ball out a little bit too, which kept Murray Talon you like Yeah. <laughs> that was a mad move. Yeah. <laughs> I respect you like that. It was really good. All right, mate. The last game was the Eels 26 versus the Titans 16. I've got a question straight off the back, and this was from the week before. This is from, I think it's Hannah Melky, Hannah Melke. Five, nine, eight, five. I'm a para fan. It was a real long one. I um, Shorten it up for us. I'm a para fan, and no, they keep saying they need an X factor. I have a theory to get two factors happening. One would be move Dylan Brown to fullback, Gutho to centers, yeah, wow. Movers to five. Hear, hear him out because they've got this young kid called Ethan Sanders who's coming through, right? And he's been chased heavily by Canberra Raiders and Penrith. Now, he can't because he's a young kid who hasn't played first grade, he can't do anything until round six. But there's the big wraps around this Ethan Sanders kids. This gives room for uh, Brown to use his pace, also gives Moses his running game back. Now, I agree with you. Um, uh, I've heard nothing but great things about Ethan Sanders, but when I was looking at that game on the weekend, the X factor that Parramatta have been missing, or missing last year, was just purely because players were out. Yeah. Sean Lane and and Dylan Brown on the left, and Bryce Cartwright and Moses on the right. Bryce is Cartwright. plenty of X factor. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, mate. they
0: might not have the X factor in the centers. That other centers he looked got. good. He was good. He was good. But I think that's where their their right edge yeah. three and four are going to be their X factor this year. Yeah,
1: they've got everything. They just got to put it on performance now. Mm. They just got to perform and get it done. This is the after this year and next year that window is closed.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're right. They do have they've once you commit that, that amount of money, it's similar to Manly, right? Damn. When Manly committed basically $3 million of their cap to Turbo, Chez and Jakey, it's very hard to build around it. And Parramatta is similar. They've got... Yeah. You've
1: got to unearth some kids, right? Do. From F- Jersey Flea. It, it's like, it's hard to do.
0: It's 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 really about development. And, and Broncos are going to figure it out in the next couple of years now too because all yeah. of their players are starting to get paid a meal. But um, you need... Guys like Kelma Tuolangi last week. I thought Offickey H- Ogden started the game because yeah. that was another part of his question that I never got to. But basically, he he, he talked about maybe Wittemu Greg starting, um, but Ofi Hickey Ogden has started well both games. Yep. And then when Junior came off the bench, he made a real he made a real difference coming through the middle. So you get that. Do you Spencer think linear. that's going
1: to be ra- that's going to be round one? I'm not putting. I need Junior to start. Well, it depends. Top five prop, man.
0: I think. I'd play it game plan specific. Yeah. So depending on what teams I'm coming up, if I'm looking at a team like the Roosters that have maybe a Lindsay Collins and like really good front rowers starting, but they've also got tearaways like potentially Spencer you coming off the bench, yeah. uh, players like that, then I want to match p- fire with fire and then maybe bring Junior off the bench, start Ogden or start Wittemey-Gregg. But if it's and this is respectfully, you're playing the Tigers, you're playing the Bulldogs, you're playing the Dragons, start the big dog. 80, you know, 70% yeah. of the games. Some of those games, a bit like what Melbourne do. You know yeah. how they start yeah. Nas off the bench sometimes? Cause he start Reg off the bench as well. Yeah. Yeah, either or.
1: Because he's got, he's, he's got massive impact when he comes off the bench. Either match. or. Because yeah. then Reggie could come
0: on and play 60
1: straight as well. Yeah. Easy. Because yeah, he's fit. They get they out some good minutes. They um, He was good, Reg. Yeah.
0: Real hard line running. Bang. Yeah. Um, That nice ball from Junior. That was nice. Yeah, that was a real emphasis. And I thought, you know, both edges... It's an underrated
1: play, that. That's nice. It's a high risk, sort of, because it's a collision sort of line. But, like, if if it's executed
0: right... Yeah, very it's hard. To on all the time, man. And it, it depends on who's so... You need that soft ball, right? You don't need... You to. need soft touch, and then also you've got to have that thread of being able to run through and keep your momentum. Yeah. And that's what Junior does well compared to anyone else in that team. Yeah. Like, it wouldn't work with Reggie doing it to Junior. No. Because G- Reggie's all sort of one pace. Junior's got nice tempo. He can slow down, take off, slow down, go again, short, fucking yeah. hit you and go through. Um, but again, for the Titans, mate, and this is why I didn't have him in the eight. I just, like, I know it's only a trial, yeah, but I watch yeah. the game and I go, they've got talent across the board. They've got so much X factor. They've got, they had no Fozzie and I'm sure mm-hmm. Fozzie yeah. will improve him, but you can't, re- like, Fozzie's one of my best mates from my time at Manly. You can't rely on Fozzie for an entire season at this point of his career, right? He's getting a bit older. He's, you know, he's, he's been, you know, relatively banged up. He had a couple of good years at Manly, but even yeah. at Gold Coast, he was a bit banged up. Um, They're just missing... Something they're just missing that extra playmaker with Foz. I reckon, like if Tanner Boyd, see Tanner Boyd's okay, mm. but you know, not long term. And and he just seems like a real likeable guy that yeah, that's playing because of that. But they're missing something. I thought Prim, Brimo, he's just a footy player, so he looked good in the centers for the short yep. stint he had before he went off the HIA. Uh, but yeah, there's something just doesn't. All right right with the titans. I I don't I don't know what it is So mate. you
1: throw Foz back in there and you yep. get um Fafita. That changes a little bit, right?
0: I think Fafita is 50-50 for round 1. Jaden Campbell's definitely not right. Keno Kinney, is there, there's a lot expected of him early on. Mm. Um but fuck when you got Tino in the middle, you got fucking Keenan Palacir, no, you Sam. got um what's Fotowaker? Waker. There's no excuses, both no. of them all. Isaac you know like Isaac Lou didn't play in this game, but yeah, but he's there, you got you, know, you got like, those plays. There's, they should be better than this because they were they didn't like 26-16 didn't do it justice. Para were Para clearly Monty. the better team, I thought in this game. So, Para looked look sharp. Yeah, they looked good, They're really sharp. They looked good. The Moses
1: looked good. Dylan Brown looked good. They were getting at it, man.
0: Not getting too carried away, and they were my picks. Remember at the end of the week, Cowboys. Yeah. I like the Cowboys and I like the Eels. Uh, real contenders to bounce back. I'm uh, I'm really excited to see. What round zero tosses up for a couple of other teams that yeah. sort of didn't have the expectations they ex- would have expected. Sorry, they didn't live up to expectations mm. last year in Manly. And uh, Rabbitoh's playing first game around zero. So it should be good, mate. Um, have fun in Vegas. Ha, I will. Uh, if you see the big fella, come up, say hello. Unless he's feeling as dusty <laughs> as he's feeling right now, then leave him alone because he won't be talking to you. See you in Vegas, baby.